worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance, and starting the news this time around, the numbers are eye-popping. Those are the words being used by a county doctor to describe the latest surge in Omicron cases. KXL's Mike Turner has the latest from today's briefing. 19,400 cases were reported over the three-day period this past weekend. Multnomah County Health Officer Dr. Jennifer Vines admits those numbers are big. Uh, In the several thousands statewide, with Multnomah County averaging about 1,200 cases a day. Again, these are cases coming to us through the formal established lab reporting systems. Meaning those numbers don't include home tests. Public Health Director Jessica Guernsey says they're watching something else as well. And we're looking really carefully at how we adjust our response given that we really don't want to flip-flop back and forth um, between guidance related to isolation and quarantine, math. The doctors predict nearly half of county residents will have been infected between mid-December and February. Mike Turner, FM News 101. We also have some good COVID news today as Oregon researchers say they've discovered a breakthrough in a path toward immunity to COVID-19. KXL's Annette Newell has the full story. A new study from OHSU suggests there are two paths toward super immunity. That's a very high level of immune response against covid and they're about equal. They're breakthrough infections following vaccination or natural infection followed by vaccination. Dr. Fikaru Two-Face with OHSU School of Medicine explains. Whether you get COVID infection before vaccination or after the vaccination, you will get high level of immune responses. So the study found it does not matter whether someone gets a breakthrough infection or gets vaccinated after a natural infection. In both cases, the immune response was at least 10 times more powerful than immunity from vaccination alone. The study is published in the journal Science Immunology. Net Newell, FM News 101. The Oregon Health Authority today is saying their director, Patrick Allen, was taken to a hospital early Sunday morning after a serious fall at his home and that it's not due to COVID-19. We have part of the 911 call for you. Got a 58-year-old male, unconscious, not breathing. The caller says he did fall down the stairs. We've got CPR in progress, and Tigard or Shirt Police are not too far from the scene. OHA also says Allen is undergoing evaluation for possible heart issues and is expected to be home soon. OHA Deputy Director Chris Kotz will temporarily oversee agency operations for at least the rest of this week during Allen's absence. Oregon's largest employer will no longer require workers to get a COVID vaccine. Intel is pausing its mandate after the Supreme Court blocked President Biden's mandate for large companies earlier this month. The chipmaker put their requirement in place this past November. 406 on FM News 101 KXL. Auburn Elementary School in Salem is in lockdown. It happened this morning due to a report of a suspicious person near the school. The all-clear, though, was given just afternoon, so obviously not in lockdown anymore. Salem-Kaiser Public Schools says students are safe, and they expect that that will remain to be the case. Additional security and safety measures were in place at the school for the rest of the day. 
The battle against murder hornets is not over, but this could be an important time in the Northwest to get a handle on these insects. KXL's Brett Recamp reports. The invasive Asian giant hornet made its way to Washington State in 2020 and immediately started multiplying and killing honeybees and regular hornets by the thousands. Two winters later, and the Washington State Department of Agriculture says how they fared the winter and how many nests and queens survived is a very big deal. If we're able to stop this thing and keep it isolated right here and, and wipe them out right now while we can, uh, that's our best bet because if we're not able to and it spreads, then the chances of us getting rid of this thing is going to be slim. Ted McFall is a beekeeper from Custer, Washington, and says year three is critical because they discovered and eradicated three nests towards the end of last summer and haven't found any more. So the massive and dangerous so-called murder hornets will likely either die off or explode. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. The recall election of two embattled school board members in Newburgh continues to be pretty interesting. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds explains. Dave Brown and Brian Shannon are holding on to their school board positions so far. Yamhill County Clerk Brian Van Bergen tells me 14,606 ballots have been counted. Since the election last Tuesday, many more ballots arrived at his office. Elections workers have to make sure everything is just right with each ballot. If all those were done properly, then we could add all those to, to the mix. And, and we've seen hundreds of, of ballots. All ballots that come in today will be processed, then new totals posted on the election's website by morning. Some community members became upset with Brown and Shannon after they voted to keep social justice movement images and pride flags plus anything political away from school district buildings. Final results will be known by February 14th. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News. We're just getting started 410 now on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, a man who's not likely to live much longer if he doesn't get a COVID shot, but not because the virus will kill him. My son is going to the edge of death. To stick to his guns. You'll hear the full story, then you can decide if you think he's right or he's wrong. Then, is the president posturing when it comes to deploying troops to Ukraine? That is at the top of the list when we go over the five things you need to know today at 419. So stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Get vaccinated or you'll probably die. We've got an interesting story about the COVID vaccine, and it has nothing to do with dying from the virus. Stick around. That story is on the way. So at a hospital in Boston, doctors are refusing to perform a heart transplant operation for a patient who was also refused to get vaccinated against COVID-19. According to CBS Boston, 31-year-old DJ Ferguson really needs this transplant. And his father, David Ferguson, explains why his son thinks not getting vaccinated is apparently worth his life. It's kind of against his basic principles. He doesn't really believe in it. It's his body. It's his choice. My son is going to the edge of death. To stick to his guns. But Dr. Arthur Kaplan, who is the head of medical ethics at NYU Grossman School of Medicine, so not associated with the Boston Hospital, he explains that being vaccinated is necessary for this kind of procedure. Post any transplant, kidney, heart, whatever, your immune system is shut off. The flu could kill you. Cold could kill you. COVID could kill you. The organs are scarce. We're not going to distribute them to someone who has a very poor chance of living when others who are vaccinated have a much better chance post-surgery 
of surviving. So I guess my question to you is, what do you think? Who's right? Who's wrong in this situation? Time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Maiden Real Estate. Luxury service, exceptional results. Maiden Real Estate. Number five. So NASA says the undersea volcano that erupted near Tonga was hundreds of times more powerful than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima in World War II. They believe the eruption on January the 15th was just as powerful between 4 and 18 megatons of TNT. Number four. Governments around the world are requesting that Twitter take down content at a record rate now. In its transparency report, the social media company saying governments submitted more than 43,000 legal demands for content to be removed during the first half of last year. Number three. The Senate's top Republican put his party's chances at reclaiming the chamber at 50-50. That's exactly where the Senate stands right now, and Kentucky's Mitch McConnell added Republicans will likely have to have the win, that is, at their backs. He told CNN he would love for the governors of Arizona and Maryland to run against Democratic incumbents. Number two. The Biden administration's vaccine or test mandate for large businesses is no more. It's being withdrawn after the Supreme Court refused to allow it to be implemented. Had the rule gone into effect, businesses with 100 or more workers would have been forced to have their employees vaccinated against coronavirus or at least have them tested weekly. Number one. And speaking of President Biden, he and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki say there is no intention to deploy U.S. military forces to Ukraine. Talking with reporters today, Biden also had another warning for Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin. There will be enormous consequences if he were to go in and invade, as he could, the entire country. The president adds that if Russia goes into Ukraine, it would be the largest invasion since World War II, and it would change the world. And those are the five things that you need to know today.